welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist specializing in gut health. I'm here to share my down-to-earth, no BS approach to nutrition and health to help you get to the root cause of your symptoms. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Let's get into it. Hello there, friend. I hope you're having a great day. Recently, I put up a question box on Instagram asking your biggest challenges around nutrition, food prep, and all of that. And almost half of you came back with sharing that breakfast was a huge challenge for you. And to be honest, I expected this because I know a lot of my clients find it really challenging knowing what to have for breakfast, fitting in breakfast around a busy schedule and workouts and having young children at home and all of that, I know it can be super challenging. So if you have no idea what to have for breakfast or you're not sure your current breakfast is as nourishing as it could be, or you're dealing with symptoms like low energy, energy crashes in the afternoon, anxiety or crappy sleep, this episode is for you. Let's start by looking at what we want in an ideal breakfast. There are three key things that we want to focus on to optimize our breakfast and that is protein, fat, and colorful plant foods. We want to be having at least 25 grams of protein. This is really important for a bunch of different reasons, but one of the main ones is that it stabilizes our blood sugar levels. When we have a carb-only breakfast, like toast, oats, or cereal, this causes a big spike in our blood sugar levels. And then we have these blood sugar crashes, which means We might feel exhausted, anxious, or have cravings for more carbs, sugar, or caffeine. So instead, when we have a decent serve of protein with breakfast, our blood sugar increases, but much more gradually. And we get that slow burning fuel source that keeps us energized until our next meal. It doesn't mean you can't have the oats or toast. It just means that we always want to pair these things with some protein. Examples of protein include eggs, meat, fish. And of course, you might not be too keen on meat and fish with breakfast. I totally get that. So eggs or a good collagen or protein powder can be a good option as well, or something like smoked salmon too. And we will be getting into some more specific suggestions on exact meals that you can try in just a minute as well. We also want to add a healthy fat. Similar to protein, this also helps stabilize our blood sugar as well. But healthy fats also provide fat-soluble vitamins like vitamins A, D, E, and K, omega-3 fatty acids, and certain fats actually form the building blocks of hormones. Example of healthy fats include cold-pressed olive oil, grass-fed butter and ghee, coconut yogurt or just regular Greek yogurt, fatty fish like salmon, sardines, and mackerel, which are a combination of protein and fats. Same goes for Greek yogurt as well and avocado. And finally, we want to add some colorful fruit or veggies to help us reach our target of 30 plant foods a week. And we know that 30 unique plant foods a week is what we want to be aiming for to support a healthy gut microbiome. This provides antioxidants, fiber, and micronutrients, and it's also a source of carbohydrates for the body as well. And when I say 30 different plant foods, this doesn't have to be 30 different vegetables because Quite honestly, that's a lot and that can be really, really hard to reach. So that includes fruits, veggies, nuts and seeds, also things like herbs and spices as well, and grains and legumes too, if you tolerate those foods. 
Now we've spoken about protein. We've spoken about fat. We're speaking about carbs. Now this is these, you know, colorful fruit and veggies. When we're talking about carbs, fruit and veggies are carbohydrates. So you don't need to be eating bread, oats, pasta, those kind of things. You definitely can if you enjoy them, but you can also get all the carbohydrates you need from colorful fruits and veggies as well. Okay. So they're those key elements, the protein, fats, and carbohydrates that we want to be thinking about when we're putting together a healthy breakfast. Up until now, the only real option for gut healing has been to spend thousands of dollars working one-on-one with a practitioner. And while that's great for some, I know it's not within everyone's budget. And that's why I'm so excited to introduce the High Vibe and Gut Healthy Collective, my brand new monthly membership to help you heal your gut in a sustainable and affordable way. You'll get gut protocols, meal plans, live group consultations with me and a private Facebook community. Basically everything you need to heal your gut with guidance and support to help keep you on track and motivated so you get lasting results. When the doors open, there will be a special early bird price for founding members. So if you want to be the first to know, make sure you sign up to the waitlist. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash waitlist or the link in the show notes to get on the list. I can't wait to be inviting you inside the High Vibe and Gut Healthy Collective very soon. Now let's get into some ideas for breakfast. The best option is always going to be sitting down for a proper meal where our protein is coming from foods. I also love a lower carb savory breakfast because that's going to be super nourishing and really stabilize your blood sugar and set you up for an energized day. Now I said lower carb, it doesn't need to be super low carb, but we want to have a good amount of protein, some healthy fats and be a little bit lower on the carbs there and make those things the star of the show and the carbohydrates can really take a backseat with our breakfast. I'm going to give you some ideal options if you have time to prepare your breakfast, and then I'll give you some quick and easy options that are still going to tick all the boxes if you're super busy in the mornings. If you have 10 to 15 minutes to throw together a decent brekkie, here's what I'd go for. So eggs are always a great option. They are a great source of bioavailable protein and super nutrient dense. So you could make some fried eggs with some mushrooms, avocado, and baby spinach. You could make an omelette with some feta, olives, and capsicum or red pepper for everyone outside of Australia. Something that most people don't realize is that each egg is only around six grams of protein, which means that if eggs are your only protein source with breakfast, you need to have at least four eggs to be getting enough protein. So you can either have your four eggs or you can have two eggs and you might have some quality free range bacon or smoked salmon or another protein source with it just to bump up those protein levels and make sure you're getting enough with breakfast. Now, I know not everyone likes eggs. <laughs> There's plenty of other options. So in that case, you could have some smoked salmon and avocado on a quality bread. I like a gluten-free sourdough or a paleo style bread, which is usually lower in carbohydrates than regular bread. So that's a great option with breakfast. You could also make some zucchini fritters, which usually contain eggs. So the eggs are going to be the protein source, but it's not the same as sitting down for a full plate of eggs. The eggs are just an ingredient in the fritters. You could also cook up some organic non-GMO tempeh or tofu 
Tempeh would always be my preference because it's fermented, so it's more gentle on the gut, but both are a good option to get some protein in with breakfast. Okay, now I know some of you right now are thinking, I don't have time for any of this and that's okay. I've got some suggestions for you as well. If you're super time poor, there are a couple of great options. So a smoothie is always going to be a really, really good option. So with smoothies, we want to just make sure we're not just having fruit and milk. We want all those same elements that I spoke about before, particularly if you're going to be having it for breakfast. We want that protein, we want that fat, and we want that color. So we're doing all the same things, but in the form of a smoothie. If your mornings are super rushed, you could even make a smoothie the night before or even make two days worth at a time. So for protein, you're going to be adding a protein powder or maybe a collagen powder. Collagen is my preference for people that have a lot of digestive issues because it's very gentle and easy to digest. When we're looking at adding fats to our smoothies, avocado seems a little bit rogue, but that can actually be quite a good option or some coconut yogurt or Greek yogurt, all of these are great options to get some fat in your smoothie or nut butters as well, like a natural peanut butter or cashew butter or almond butter. And then when we're talking about the colors, you could add in some fruit. So berries are a great source of fiber, lots of antioxidants. So you might add some blueberries or strawberries. You could add some baby spinach. You can even add things like frozen cauliflower or frozen zucchini. These things actually go really well in smoothies and are a great way to be bumping up, you know, helping us reach that 30 unique plant foods a day. And honestly, as long as you've got some fruit in there and some tasty ingredients, you won't even taste them in the smoothie. So smoothies are a great option. Just make sure you're ticking all of those boxes. And if you've got a lot of gut issues, go for something that's just a little cool or room temperature, not a super ice cold smoothie, because that might cause a little bit of discomfort with your digestive system. The next option for you, if you're in a rush, paleo granola is a great one. This is something that I'll often have, especially when I'm traveling. So I'll pick up a paleo granola. They're usually just made from nuts and seeds, or you can make it yourself super easy as well. You can make, you know, a month or two months worth at once and then pair that with some Greek yogurt or coconut yogurt, maybe some fruit and also some collagen or protein powder, because otherwise just the yogurt, fruit and granola on its own isn't going to be providing you with much protein. You could make three days worth of this at a time, and then you can just grab and go each day and it's super quick and easy. Chia puddings are another great one as well. And again, you could make three days worth at a time, which is super convenient. And then you can just grab and go in the mornings. But again, you'd want to make sure that you're adding a protein source like collagen powder or a quality protein powder. Uh, and same as with the paleo granola, you can just add some yogurt of your choice and some fruit as well. There are also some quick and easy savory options like smoked salmon and avocado on a quality bread, like I mentioned before. Those zucchini fritters are a great option. You can also make them for a few days at a time, even make more than that and freeze them and, you know, take them out and defrost them, uh, you know, chuck them in a sandwich press or on the stove if you have time to do that in the mornings. And you can find plenty of recipes for those online, but I like one that's made with grated zucchini, egg and almond meal because that's going to be a higher protein and lower carbohydrate option. So that's the what, the things that we want to focus on, those macronutrients and the specific suggestions. Something important we really need to chat about is when you're having your breakfast. So I always recommend eating within 60 to 90 minutes of waking up. If you're doing an intense workout first thing in the morning, I'd suggest having your breakfast 
or even just a small snack, like half a banana with some nut butter before your workout. I never recommend intermittent fasting for women in the mornings. So please don't skip breakfast. If you want to fast, the best way you can do that without harming your body and your hormones is to have an early dinner. You really need that fuel to get through the day. Now, I know some of you probably don't have much of an appetite in the mornings. So what you can do in this case is start with that small snack within 60 to 90 minutes of waking up, which could be, you know, a small smoothie, a small chia pudding, or even something really small like that half a banana with some nut butter. And then we want to address the why. So there's a reason you don't have much of an appetite in the morning. It can be because of sluggish gut motility. So food is moving through your digestive tract too slowly. You might not be producing enough stomach acid or digestive enzymes that you need to break down your food. So we really want to address the why so that you can build up that morning appetite, which is a really important sign of health. If you have small children and your mornings are a little bit crazy, you might find it works best for you to have a little something small first thing in the morning. And then if you have time to sit down and have a proper brekkie when the kids are off at school or daycare, that might work for you. With all of this, with the scheduling, with the different food options, just see it all as a bit of an experiment. Try different foods, different food timings, and see what works best for you. So there you have it, how to have an amazing breakfast every day, even if you're super busy and have no appetite. Let's recap. What we're looking for in a breakfast is at least 25 grams of protein, healthy fats, and color from fruit or veggies or both. Timing. So we want to be eating within 60 to 90 minutes of waking, even if you start with a small snack instead of a full meal. And number three is just to see it as a bit of an experiment. Try different foods, try different meal timings, and see what works for you and what helps you feel best throughout the day. What gives you the most energy? What is the best on your digestive system? What helps you perform best in your workouts and all that good stuff. I hope you found this helpful. If you have, why not hop on over to Spotify or Apple and leave me a rating or review. I absolutely love reading all of your reviews and it really motivates me to keep on doing this for you. And a massive thank you to everyone who has already left a review. Have an awesome day and I hope you have an amazing breakfast tomorrow and I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want my help to get to the root cause of your symptoms, head to my website, frandargaville.com to learn more about my programs. If you want to connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me at Fran Dargaville and you can find all of those links in the show notes. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. 